receive Reverend David to bless us with the word of God this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, drink better unto the Lord. Hallelujah. we are entering into the new year, we need to have all the strategies we can get. Amen? Amen. Because once the new year is beginning, so between now and 31st, we want to get ourselves into prayer. And we want to walk in the blessings that God has for us. And you do that by making sure 
that you name claim take everything you need before first of the Lord. Amen. 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 We are today is the 29th. Two more days to or actually between two and three days to receive another victory. Amen. How many believe it is possible? It's possible. Hallelujah. It is possible. I am looking for one uh, in fact I'm expecting one more victory. Amen. I've received about five or six. Wow. And I'm expecting one more. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And that one more is a blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. And everything will become clear. Praise God. How many are looking for a series of victory? Yes. How many have received a series of victory? Yes. After service. Because the preaching has started. Yes. God bless you. How many are how, how many want to receive another victory before the end of the year? Praise God. Amen. So let's continue, but I pray that we will be doers of this word and not hearers only. Strategies. You need strategies because it is not easy to do what you need a strategy for. Should I repeat that again? Yes. If there is a very important thing that you and I need to do for our livelihood, for our good, for our benefit, and it is very difficult, and it is challenging, because there are forces that are trying to prevent us from doing those things, then we need strategies to be able to do that. Amen. Glory. So what are the strategies for prayer? Because we are in a warfare. And in a warfare, you need to fight. Can I have an amen? amen. Because the Bible says in uh, Ephesians 6.10, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. 11 to 12. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles, the tricks, the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Or our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places or in the heavenlies. Can I have an amen? amen? So it clearly means that we are in a war. And in a war, look at verse 18, Ephesians 6, 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication. Watching there unto with all perseverance and supplication for your families. For what? All, all things. So strategies for prayer is very important. Hallelujah. Number one, <laughs> pray because prayer is very important. So we're just going through, we're going to conclude today. Why should you and I pray? Because prayer is very important. Amen? Amen. Look at Psalm 91. Look at from verse 16. Psalm 91. Psalm 91 or Psalm 91 verse 16. With the long, uh, let's start from 14. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. Amen. But you have to first call upon him to be answered. Prayer is very important. Anything you and I see important, we do. Amen. Anything you and I see as important, we will do. Anything you and I see as important, we will sacrifice to do. I said we would sacrifice to do. Some people sacrifice for the wildest things. Some people would spend money, take time off work to go 
Wait, see, and, and girls, we met on, online. <laughs> I know someone who bought a ticket from Europe. Some friend bought a ticket from Europe to Philadelphia to meet a girl, a lady there he met online. That was important to him. Hallelujah. Anything important to you, do it. In the same way, if prayer is important, you do it. That's why prayer must be important. Number two, no one is ever too busy, too blessed, or too successful to pray. You cannot be too busy to pray. Are you too busy to protect yourself? Are you too busy to receive the blessings of God? You cannot be too busy. You cannot be too blessed. There is no one here who has arrived, who has received every blessing you can get. There is no one here who is too blessed. That's right. There is no one here who is too successful to pray. Hallelujah. Amen. And Daniel was at the height of the peak of greatness. And yet, he prayed for Daniel. Daniel was a captive from Judah. A captive. One, most likely one of the nobles. And was taken as a captive by Nebuchadnezzar to Babylon. Nevertheless, he became second in command to all the emperors. The Babylonian Empire under Nebuchadnezzar, Belshazzar, then Darius, the Medo-Persian Empire, one man. The enemy overthrows your government where you are second in command and puts you as second in command. They usually will kill them. But Daniel was too special. Daniel had something that everyone wanted. That's because he prayed regularly. Number three. Prayer is the source of our power and protection. You and I have no idea, because of our prayer, what God delivers from us. I have a relative who should have been killed in a car accident. They should have been torn up in a car accident. Literally. Because the doctors and the, the people who, who, who came on the scene thought he was dead. Actually, the person who had the accident thought he had died and they had gotten out, 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 out of uh, uh, his body and was watching him. Ah! Then they fell down and thought he had died. And the people around thought the person had died. When he went to the hospital, the doctors were surprised he was still alive. It's because of God completely. It's not chance, it's God. Prayer is the source of our power and protection. And sometimes you never know whether it's because you are praying or because you are serving God that you or your relatives are alive. If you are not serving God, you'll be in the grave. I said, what? Maybe if you're not serving God, maybe if you're not doing what you're doing, maybe if you're not saving that soul, Maybe if you are not praying, that person would be dead. Because as I was moving and I heard it, then it's like the word of the Lord came to me and said, it is not an X-ray, otherwise it's not So it has been dead in fire. Did you get that? It's like, it, it came. Oh, it's like God was telling me that. I said what? Wow. I said what? 
Wow. No one is saying wow. Wow. But you and I must believe it. Then God will protect us more. But if you don't believe it, that is because of God's grace that you are protected. Then why should he continue protecting you any longer? You attribute it to chance. You and I must be grateful. Number four. Prayer is important in acquiring and sustaining the blessings of God. Prayer is what? Important in acquiring and sustaining the blessings of God. Look at Psalm 91, verse 4. Did you get that? To get the blessings of God, you need to be prayerful. To sustain it, you need to be prayerful. There are many who got and it was taken away. There are many people who entered into power and lost the power. Other examples, you can find them in the Bible. King Saul was anointed king. He was anointed but lost it. Hallelujah. The book also lost it. But he humbled himself and God gave it back. What do you think? Because he had set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he has no money. Now 14, look at it in NLT. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. NLT. Because he has loved me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him what? Securely on high. When God blesses you, he keeps you there. Belshazzar was emperor or king or leader of the Babylonian Empire and lost it. God took it from him and he died. As the Medes and Persians climbed the wall and took over the Babylonian Empire. In history and in the Bible, or in the Bible and in history. Because any history must coincide with the Bible to be true. Any history that does not coincide with the Bible is faulty. Someone says, but science, the Bible, science, ah, what are you talking about? Science, people are still developing science. People are still discovering science. In spite of all that, it still proves the Bible. The more I learn about astronomy, the more I exalt my name. The more I, I learn about astronomy, the more I know that the heavens declare his glory, I tell you. Later on, we'll talk about this. I said, the more I learn about astronomy, the more I learn about the galaxies, the universe, inflation, cosmopolitan continents, you don't know what else to do. <laughs> the more I learn about the universe, dark energy, dark matter, have you heard of it? Have you heard dark energy, dark matter? When you hear about it, you just fall to your knees. The more I even read about the Darwin's theory of relativity, sorry, Darwin's uh, Darwin's theory of evolution. And I find out it's a a, a hoax. It's a a joke. The more I fall to my knees. Glory. When I say it's a joke, it means it's it's easier, it's a child, it's simpler. It it, it, it takes simplicity to believe more in evolution than in God. And many 
people in evolution. How many have heard of the Cambrian explosion? That's called superdimension explosion. There's what we call the Cambrian explosion. And many textbooks, they don't say anything about it. There's one line. There was a Cambrian explosion. Later on, I'll tell you what the Cambrian explosion is. Otherwise, I'll give you information. But when you read about the Cambrian explosion, it will tell you that evolution does not make sense. Also, there were uh, even without transitional fossils, there'll be problems with the theory. And there's not there's not been one single true transitional fossil. The heavens will clear this theory. I'll preach about this next week. <laughs> but that's that's a, it's, it's it's a lot of good stuff. Okay, it, it, it's what we call evolution debunked. Big bang theory debunked. Number five, for prayer to be effective, it must be habitual. For prayer to be effective, it must be habitual. It must be a habit. You must form the habit of praying. Habits usually take three weeks or 66 days to form. So it means that you must give yourself 66 days. Time yourself and say to yourself that every day for 66 days, I'm going to pray for at least one hour a day. After the 66 days, you form the habit and you continue to pray. It must be habitual. What do you think? It must be what? Habitual. The Bible says, as was Jesus' custom, he went out to the Sabbath, he went out to the synagogue, as was his custom. Jesus had a custom, a routine, a habit. Hallelujah. And you and I must also form the habit of praying. Luke 4, 16. Are we there? And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as was his custom, he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read. Look at it in King James. You see, as was his custom, he was a churchgoer. The custom of our Lord was a churchgoer. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for, to read. So it's good to read. Whatever he's doing is very important. They used to have solemn assemblies where they just read the Bible and went home. Look at NLT. When he came to the village of Nazareth, his boyhood home, he went as usual to the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read the scriptures. Let heaven see that as was your custom, you prayed. 
was your custom, you prayed. As it was your habit, you prayed every day for at least one hour a day. Those who don't have their armor on and, and don't pray are similar to those who are indoors and there is a fierce war and the, 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 the enemies are killing people on the streets, going breaking into people's houses and killing them there. And you are there and you don't know that there are enemies there and you are watching TV relaxed, getting ready to sleep with your family. When That is what's happening spiritually. And remember that the spiritual is more important than the physical. The spiritual lasts longer than the spiritual, the physical. The spiritual is eternal, the physical is temporary. The spiritual is permanent, the physical is temporary. Things happen in the spiritual before they are manifested in the physical. So if there's a spiritual battle, that spiritual battle causes people to die, causes people to fail, causes people to live, causes people to succeed, depending on what you do with your spiritual life. That's what the Bible says. Look at Galatians chapter 6, verse 4 to 7. Am I preaching to somebody here? Galatians 6, 4. But be sure, in fact, he says, but let every man prove his own work and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. For every man shall bear his own burden. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Galatians 6 6. But be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sweareth, that shall he also reap. Check this out. Check this out. Verse 8. Check it out. Check, check it out. For he that sweareth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. If you sow to the flesh, Corruption, at least the flesh will die eventually. So yeah. you are reaping, you are, you are sowing into something that will not last. And if you sow to the flesh, the simple flesh, you reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit, or soweth into prayer, glory, or soweth into the word, Hallelujah. shall reap of the spirit, reap life everlasting. Amen. Next verse. And let us not be weary or tired in well-doing, for in due season, if we are not tied in well-doing, glory to God. If you are not tied in prayer, if you are not tied in the word, in due season we will reap if we do not faint in the prayer and in the word. Amen. What do you think? Number six. Prayer must continue both in Troubled times and in times of peace. There are three different kinds of people, literally. There are some who attend church and pray when things are difficult. Because they want God to help them. So you see them in every prayer meeting. You see them in every service. You see them in every convention. Sometimes they even travel far. Because they want help. As soon as help comes and they will get their blessing, then they stop praying. They stop everything. That's one group. You also have another group. When things are bad, then they coil and they are sad and they lock themselves at home and wallow in their misery. 
first group is to the few people who pray, whether in times of trouble or not, yeah. in times they are praying. Yeah. I always feel, and I always say to myself, when things are good, I should even pray them more, so that things will continue to be good. Hallelujah yeah. to Jesus. When things are bad, you pray so that things will be good. Hallelujah. Yeah. Very important. Not to just pray in times of trouble. But you pray in times of trouble and God delivers you because you prayed in times of trouble. Then God has blessed you, you are okay, and you stop praying. Those devils that left, do you think they are sleeping? They are waiting for you to lose your guard, then they come back to trouble you. Don't shut me down now, please. Also, when you pray, when, 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 when you pray in times when things, when you stop praying when things are good, so always pray both in times of peace and in times of trouble. Then eventually you have rest on every side. Number seven. Every nation needs, needs lots of prayer and prayerful leaders. Every nation needs what? Lots of Very, very important. Look at Romans chapter 13, verse 1. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisted the power resisted the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to those who, not a terror to good works, but the evil. Will thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. Verse 4. Hallelujah. Very, very important. Are you blessed? First Timothy chapter 2. I exhort, therefore, very important, that first, 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 first of all, I exhort, therefore, that what? First of all, that what? That what? No, 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 no. That what? First of all, thank you. Supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, that's first. Number two, verse two. For kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable, peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. I remember when I got my first full job, my boss was having some difficulties. My mother said, look, pray for your boss so that your boss will his problems will be solved so that
the president was put there by God because no authority, you read it in Romans chapter 12, no authority can be there that God did not have a thumbs up. It doesn't mean God gave a thumbs up. He just allowed it and put him there for a reason. Every leader is put put in place strategically even if the person is not doing well. The leaders of Africa who are, someone said, drinking the blood of the nation. <laughs> drinking like vampires. Hey! Yeah. All the natural resources are in Africa. Or, or just about all. One person tried to unite Africa and met his end. <laughs> Otherwise, Africa would have been very powerful. But God God has allowed certain leaders in Africa to keep Africa poor. And like some say, drink the blood of the nation. (laughs) Who said that? It doesn't matter, but someone said it. Drink the blood of the nation. So we need to pray for the leaders so that the leaders will do things that will help the people. We need to pray for the leaders so that the leaders will not make decisions that can destroy the nation. Some African leaders would sometimes allow certain things that can cost the nation. Or that can cause the nation to incur God's wrath. Or that can cause diseases to come to the nation. But when we pray, the leaders will not make those decisions. Or God will stop those decisions. So you and I must not just pray for ourselves. Pray for all men and pray for those that are in authority. That's why the seventh is every nation needs a lot of prayer and prayerful leaders. And we as leaders, wherever you are, you must pray. If you are a leader and something, you must be prayerful. We must pray. Anyone who is a leader, manager, supervisor must pray. Because there are forces that are trying to take you down. Even if you are a leader in your own house, there are forces that can take you down or try to take you down. So you must be prayerful. There are forces everywhere that can take you down. You have children. Maybe you don't have a a, a leader. Whether you are a man, woman, you have children. You are a leader in a certain way. At least you are leading your children. You have to pray. So that you don't make foolish decisions that can tear your child down. Some people make foolish decisions, advise their children foolishly. I said what? Advise their children foolishly. All right, Mr. Captain. Hallelujah. Advise their children what? Foolishly. No, you are going to church too much. Let me tell you the typical thing that happens. The child is clubbing. The child is boozing. The child is smoking. The child is involving himself or herself in sexual pleasures of foolishness. In abundance. And when the parents talk, get away, mommy, I don't have time for you. Get away, daddy, I don't have time for you. Then the parents are just, they have quiet. And then God sends someone to save them. They are saved. And they are now all last for Jesus. And 
and the parents now, because the Bible says honor your father and mother, the child has to say yes, daddy, yes, mommy. From the getaway, yes, mommy, yes, daddy. Now you use that power to say stop and to change. Foolishness. It's what? Foolishness. The God that brought the child to you, you are now using the power you have now because the child is humble and serving God. You are now using that power to restrict the child. Not knowing that as you continue, if God is not doesn't show a certain favor to the child, the child will get back to get away, mommy, get away, daddy. So we must be prayerful so that we will make wise decisions. We will not be fools. Am I preaching to somebody? And we will not be fools so that we turn away from God. The Bible says it is the fool that says in their hearts that there is no God. How much more the one who sees it? Anyone who is an atheist, I, you, you have to fight God. I didn't write the Bible. I'm reading the Bible. The Bible says the fool who says in his heart there is no God. It means that if you have not even spoken it, but you say it in your heart, the Bible of God calls you a fool. I did. A what? A fool. Why? Because why is someone like that a fool? Now I'm willing to interpret the Bible that I didn't write. Why is that person a fool? Person is a fool because one day when that person leaves the body and they are burning in flames, they will say, Oh my goodness, I was a fool. That's why they are a fool. Because when you say in your heart that there is no God, it means that you don't believe. And if you don't believe, you cannot go to heaven. And the Bible says it is appointed unto men once to die, like I said, the judgment. And we will all die. And when we all die, those who know Jesus and are saved will go to glory, to be absent from the body, is to be present with the Lord. We'll go and meet Jesus in the air. Those who have not given their lives to Jesus cannot go to heaven. Cannot go to heaven. And will burn forever. Oh, wow, Pastor, you are being judgmental. I'm being judgmental. I'm being light compared to Jesus. Jesus was hit or miss. Those who are not with me are against me. If you are not gathering with me, you are scattering abroad. Don't, if, you, if you say I'm judgmental, then if you will be afraid when you know Jesus will explain it. So that person is a fool. Because the fool is the one who at the end of the day has lost out and there is no hope for it. There is no chance, there is no hope. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's be spiritual leaders. Number eight, it is important to pray for long periods of time. You read it? Luke 6, 12 to 13, Jesus prayed all night, all night, all night, all night. Let's read it quickly. Luke 6, 12 to 13. All night prayer. And sometimes even 15 minutes is a big deal. And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. All night. Many of us should have all night prayer meetings. Set by ourselves. He, he wasn't with his disciples. Mark 135. 
and in the morning, rising up a few minutes before day, a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. Praying for long periods of time is very important because the one who was from heaven, who came down, who is God manifested in the flesh, who thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Philippians 2. He, he, he thought it not robbery to be equal with God. He did not think equality with God was a thing he needed to cling on to or to grasp. He needed to pray for time. Meaning that he had the right, but he did not think equality with God was something he needed to hold on to or to grasp. So he made himself a Number 10, everyone must develop the ability and formula for praying four times a day. At least, thank you very much, at least four hours a day. Four. Mark 135, we were reading it. Mark 135. Four hours. Sorry, four times a day. And in the morning, so morning is important. You pray in the morning to start the day, to deal with forces that will, will try to come to you before during the day, so that you deal with them, and then you start the day before the forces try to affect you. You dealt with them, and then you skill through the day. And then anything that happens was supposed to be for the good, even if you're not happy with it. Afternoon prayer, Mark 6.46. Am I preaching to somebody here? Yeah. Mark chapter 6, verse 46. And when he had sent them away, he departed into a mountain to pray. So it signifies prayer in the midst of activities. So you call, you call that, you put your lunch time, you just go to a room. Especially when you've seen that there's an issue you need to pray about, and you remember it. If you need to be vigilant and alert. Oh! I didn't realize it! Wow, God has shown me! This is the problem! You are waiting to get home. Oh! Pray in the closet. Evening prayer, Luke 6 12. And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain pray to pray and continued all night in prayer. So evening prayer. All those are important. First Thessalonians 5.17 And then finally, in terms of the, the, the four times a day, pray with us is pray all the time. So first is morning, first is doing activities, third is evening, Fourth is all the time. It doesn't mean whilst you are awake, everybody saying you kill you go to work. Rather, you can be at work. Just remember, Father God, 
If you do it too much like that, at work, <laughs> they'll think you're mad. They might call the ambulance. What's the person doing? Is he getting convulsion? <laughs> Go to the bathroom and you can do this. Prayer of a righteous person 
It is dynamic, glory. I said it is powerful. Hallelujah. And it gets results by this for the righteous person. Now someone says, but I'm not righteous. I fell short. I fall short daily. How can I be righteous? If you have faith in Jesus Christ, you are righteous. Our righteousness is not because of what you've done. It's because of who you are in Jesus Christ. It's because of what he did. My righteousness, oh. Let's take it quickly. Uh, my time is up. Take it that God forbid, but you lied, you did every kind of sin. No offense. Take it that I lied and sinned, was murdered, fornicated, stole, what again? Cast. Cast out. People. Now, if I say, and you have been perfect, and I say, God, forgive me. I repent of my sin. Do you know that my righteousness and yours are not different? Did you know that? Do you know that even me now, in view, I'm at the peak of righteousness. Oh, glory to God. I can't be more righteous than I am right now. I'm actually super righteous. Hey, did you hear that? You are looking at the most righteous person you can see. That's David. Why? Because it's not my righteousness. Jesus' righteousness. Can you get any righteousness better than Jesus? Is any righteousness bigger than Jesus' righteousness? No. And if my righteousness is not mine, but it's Jesus' righteousness, then I can't be more righteous than I am now. I'm actually at the highest level, at the peak of righteousness, because Jesus is at the peak of righteousness, and no one can be more righteous than him. But my righteousness is by faith in Jesus Christ, who do I believe in righteousness. So if you and I understand that, and our breastplate of righteousness is on, nothing can prevent us. Don't let the devil tell you that you are not qualified to pray, that you are not righteous. You are righteous if, of course, you are a Christian. If you have faith in Jesus Christ, Amen. you are trying to live a righteous life. Not someone who is just taking you to a right, taking a day right, or just doing what they want. Don't shut me down. Preaching yeah, preaching. I see righteous people here. Amen. As I see righteous people here, Amen. I see people whose prayer makes tremendous Amen. power available. Amen. Dynamic, powerful, dynamic in its working. Amen. Your prayer is going to work in 2020. Amen. I said your prayer is going to be super righteous in 2020. I say your prayer is going to be so powerful that everything you want you'll get in 2020. Amen. Because your prayer will make tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Hallelujah. Shall we stand Amen.
But Jesus said, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, He that remove the middle of cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever I say. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when did you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Thank you, O God, that we believe we receive and we will get what we are looking for. We will get the blessings of God. Because we believe we receive. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name. If you are standing here or you are watching and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are not born again. And you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I have not given my life to Jesus. I am not born again. If I die today, I don't know whether I'm going to heaven or hell. I am far away from God. I know in my heart that I am far away from God. But I want Jesus. I want to be close to Jesus. I want the life Jesus has for me. If you're here like that, raise your hand. I'll share a word of prayer with you. I see a hand. Do I see any other hands? I'm I know I'm far away from God, but I want Jesus Christ to be the Lord of my life. Do I see any other hands? I see a hand. Any other hand? I want. I want. I, I'm coming just the way I am. Any other hand? If you've raised your hands, I see two hands. Come forward and let me pray with you right in front. Jesus usually calls people publicly. Yes, come forward. Come just the way you are. Thank you. You can stand right there. Thank you. Oh, that's fine. You can be here. Hallelujah. Let's repeat after me. The Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 10 that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe with our hearts that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. Because with our hearts we believe and are made righteous. And with our mouths, we confess what we believe and we speak. So repeat after me and mean it with all your heart. Greetings, those who are watching who need salvation. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that he died on the I believe, I believe that God raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus come into my heart. Come into my heart. Forgive me of all my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. From today. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, God bless you. Father God, we bless you. We thank you for our sisters and for anyone who gave their life to Christ. Grant them favor, peace. Cause them to walk with you, Lord Jesus, and to fight the good fight of faith. Deliver them from every hindrance and everything that will try to topple them or, 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 or cause a stumbling block against them. May they serve you. May they live for you, O oh God. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.